Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have an outstanding guest. His name is Damon Wittenberg. He's the Chief Technology Officer at iScribe Health. Damon is an effective tech leader that's passionate about solving difficult problems, especially in healthcare. He's an experienced objective thinker that improves processes that enable teams to deliver more efficiently. Something that that we need to keep in mind in healthcare is how we do allow our teams to deliver more efficiently, whether it be frontline clinicians or, or even business level administrative executives. He's a firm believer in DevOps and the value it brings to product development teams to be able to, to deliver quality and on time to the customer. He enjoys working with empowering talented teams in an agile environment to create innovative solutions. He's excited about improving the quality of service that users can provide to their clients, and he's doing that at iScribe in a very unique way. We're going to dive into that and into some of his thoughts here in today's podcast. So, Damon, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on today. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So did I miss anything in your intro that you want to talk to the uh, listeners about? No, I believe that was good. Other than 18 years in healthcare IT, uh, 16 years in an electronic health record company, and then um, just continuing to solve the problem for uh, providers' efficiency in doing their clinical documentation. Love it, brother. That you know anybody with that amount of time in health IT definitely has the the some insight. So I'm excited to dive into those things. But what what is it that got you into the healthcare sector to begin with? Yeah, well, I, I guess I got a little lucky. Lucky in uh, coming out of college, uh, there was uh, an electronic health record company that was just starting up in the the year 2000. So I was able to get an internship there writing software as a software developer and uh, just continued to grow within that and was able to learn about the many IT or technology challenges in healthcare IT today. And then from there, um, just to continue to absorb that, you know, healthcare is always going to be a need uh, for people and technology could help improve that. For sure. And and so without a doubt, I think the focus of today is the focus of today is going to be electronic health records and 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 you know the the pain, the beauty, and the things that we need to improve there. So I'd love to to hear from you as it relates to that, Damon. What what should the focus be for every healthcare leader as it relates to electronic medical records? Yeah, I think. Uh, from when they when we started building an electronic health record uh, in the early 2000s, you know, it was a really good plan to electronify something that was previously uh, paper, big offices of storing paper records. Um, and we did a really good job of electronifying, you know, all that clinical documentation. However, all we did was take the paper records and stick it into a computer somewhere. We didn't really make it smarter for a lot of the users using that data, including physicians um, who, are, who are went to school to take care of patients. So I guess you could say I was a part of building the current problem that we have because today 
uh, you'll find many physicians who are getting burned out having to now use an electronical health record because some there, there needs to be intuitiveness added to how they use it um, because physicians went to school to treat patients. They didn't necessarily go to school to enter data into a system. And that's what we created with building the electronic health record. So, you know, one of the pain points with physician burnout across, you know, the entire industry is really the focus of what we're doing here at iScribe Health. Well, I think it's a, it's a fascinating work and sort of how everything evolved, right? And started from a solution, then became a problem. The genesis being, we didn't really make it smarter. We just digitized everything. So I'd love to hear from you, Damon, what you guys are doing at your current firm to make this better. Yeah, so we are, we want to allow the physicians to do what they're used to doing. So we're allowing them, we've built a a mobile, a modern mobile solution that allows them to essentially dictate uh, as they're used to. So we've created a mobile application where we use artificial intelligence, real-time speech to text, um, speech recognition. So the users can pull up a mobile application just like they do any of for any other industry where they're using modern applications and pull up patients' records, dictate the clinical documentation, and then we pull out the discrete elements from that documentation and build all the integrations back to the electronic health record. So it removes the physician away from having to point and click in that laptop or whatnot during the encounter. Um, so they can just dictate just like they're used to doing, you know, a decade or two decades ago. And we mm-hmm. handle all of the integrations and putting all the data back into the electronic health record. That's beautiful. So, so a patient could sit, you know, sit with their patient for the 10 minutes or so that they have, not have to spend half of it or more typing into a computer. So do they do it during the visit? Do they do it after the visit? Usually, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the physicians, each physician has, you know, their own preference of how uh, they do their clinical documentation. You know, several uh, are able to with iScribe, hold uh, an iPad and flow through the documentation um, while they're uh, with the patient. Some actually choose to do it afterwards and they they dictate and we have transcription services uh, as well as virtual scribe services that allow um, them to just send us an audio file if they choose that mode. And we handle getting all the information back into their electronic health record. So what you see today, you know, the big problem is, is with electronic health record is the provider may spend three or four hours a day seeing a patient, and then they have to spend another two actually entering the data for each of those encounters into the electronic health record. And we've seen, you know, with our users that with, with using iScribe that it removes that extra two hours that they have to spend entering the data into the system. Um, essentially, if they use the real-time speech-to-text, as soon as they're done with the encounter, essentially they're they're done. They've signed the encounter and they go home and and they're done with their uh, documentation. They don't have to do anything afterwards. So that's the real big benefit uh, with what we're doing today at Oshkrab. Yeah, that's huge. So, folks, if you're listening and 
You're working on initiatives to improve your workflow, to to improve physician wellness. I know that's on the top three list of a lot of chief medical officers and um, and even the C-suite of, of hospitals today. You know, consider this option. It's it's uh, it's a great way to to improve morale, uh, step in the right direction to help these physicians take care of patients and uh, overall just uh, do better. Tell us something, you know, obviously you guys are, are up and running. You've got customers. Nothing happens that easily. Tell us about maybe a setback you guys had and what you learned from it to make you guys better. Yeah. So initially, you know, we set out to really provide a modern, innovative solution um, to this problem. We were well aware of the problem. We've had a lot of experience in the industry um, and we just wanted to make, you know, this physician burnout easier uh, and remove that burden for physicians. Mm -hmm. So initially we went the most innovative route um, in providing uh, more technology to providers and providers today are, you know, they're just, they have so much technology being thrown at them that we, we saw that that wasn't, uh, the only mechanism that they would like to use um, to do the clinical documentation. Yeah. So, so initially, initially, when we rolled out that innovative technology, um, and I believe there's going to be a transition to get there. I believe we will be there one day. We're just uh, real, not just us, but other innovators as well are just early in the process. But when we first rolled it out, we found that there were. I guess, different ways that different providers wanted to document. So we essentially uh, had to step back and provide them with those different ways to allow them to transition into the real-time speech-to-text, the innovative way. So with that, uh, we now allow them to do, they can do the real-time speech-to-text. They can also do transcription and we have transcription services that are serving that and we also allow them to do virtual scribes as well so they can send the audio and we actually have someone that enters the data into the ehr for them so the assumption was hey it's going to be done this way you get into it rubber meets the road there's like three or four or five different ways so you choose the top three make it fit to what the market needs and now you're you're moving forward with it yeah, essentially, we allow those users to to use the technology as in-depth as they would like to or as shallow as they would like to. Love that. And, you know, I, I want to I wanna dive a little bit deeper into a nugget that you just provided, Damon. And folks, listen, listen to this. And, and Damon said, said it clearly. Providers have lots of tech being thrown at them. I, I don't want to skip over this point because... We tend to get so, so, you know, just enamored in love with our products, our services. This is the solution. But if you take a step back, providers have so much tech being thrown at them. How can you simplify this? How can you meet them where they are? Uh, I, lo- I love that, that you brought that up, Dame. I mean, it's, I think it's a, it's a phenomenal point for, for us to, to remember. I think a lot of uh, businesses are, you know, innovative products are started from a technology idea, but we've really spent a lot of time with our users um, mm-hmm. and even prospects and really uh, wanted to try to understand their pains and how they would want to use technology. 
And, you know, just like I said, I think we're going to continue to see um, adoption into using more innovative technology. However, um, I think providing them, meeting them where they're at and providing them with the easiest route and allowing them to transition um, is essentially what we've provided by going out and meeting with our users, you know, on a weekly basis. Love that. That's a great point. Now, now this was a, a, a roadblock. You guys obviously blew right past it and created some great inroads for customers to, to, to start using y'all. Now, tell us about one of the more exciting or, or interesting or proud moments that you've had as, as, as a company and as a leader within that company. Yeah, you know, that always comes back to testimonials for me. So yeah. getting unsolicited uh, feedback from users, I mean, it's just some of the proudest moments we can have. When we yeah. hear providers say, hey, I saw... 52 patients today and I went home and I don't have anything else to do where when last week I was spending three hours in bed while the TV was on trying to finish mm-hmm. my clinical documentation. Uh, that, that makes us really proud. When we also hear, I mean, we've heard several uh, physicians literally about to quit, about to give up on practicing medicine because of having to do clinical documentation and we have testimonials where, you know, they speak toward that they're going to continue another five, 10 years practicing medicine just because of it's more efficient now with how they can do their clinical documentation. And they can focus more on taking care of me and taking care of you and taking care of all your listeners because they don't have, they're not burdened with entering that data. I think that's huge. You know, it's um, something that to, to be proud of. So, so congrats to you guys for creating that, that hope, that energy for, for physicians to continue practicing. We need it. You know, there's a physician shortage in this country and uh, we need to make it easier for, for those men and women taking care of us. What, what about um, an exciting project or, or uh, an exciting focus that you guys have today? What would you say that is? Yeah. Uh, so we started out uh, as an innovation company trying to modernize uh, this problem and create a more efficient uh, model for that. So as a part of that process or the vision, we've always uh, wanted to just make it smarter, uh, make the technology invisible. um, So the user doesn't even have to know that they're using technology. So we're working on, we're currently working on some NLP, some natural language processing adding that capability so that we can continue to pull discrete codified data from unstructured data. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we can use that to create more efficiencies uh, with the technology to build those integrations back into the EHR. That's one that we're really excited about that's really going to continue to move the technology or make it more invisible uh, so the users really aren't interacting with technology as much. It's there and they're using it, but they don't have to point, click, and see things to do that. But I do think there's going to be a transition into that. I think, you know, you hear AI and NLP and things like that, and it's really exciting. Um, But as we stated before, I think we're going to see a a gradual comfortability with the outcomes from the natural language processing. But those are some things we're working on, as well as you know, some secure messaging features to allow 
better communication between providers and care staff and other staff at iScribe and things of that nature. That's excellent. Yeah, you know, I think of things that that work behind the scenes, Damon, that make our lives easier. Things like, I mean, as simple as I think everybody could relate, get on your iPhone and or 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 Droid or or you know any device that you may have and now there's there's just like a, a you know at least on the iPhone there's the thumbprint and you don't even need to remember your your passwords anymore you just put your thumbprint and instead of going through three different things checking your passwords where it is typing it in you just do your thumbprint and and it's those things to make it easier that make the adoption of these technologies a lot better and you guys are, are 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 doing it, and so uh, and it's not easy. So so really want to give you and and your team kudos for putting these systems together for for clinicians to really have more fulfilling practices. Yeah, thanks for that. We uh, we definitely have a passion for solving this problem. That's number one throughout you know the organization. And you also enjoy chatting with with customers. So if you're if you're a physician, if you're an executive at a hospital, and you have some feedback based off today, Damon, would you welcome it? Absolutely. So what what would be the best place for them to reach out with uh, with uh, comments, feedback? Yeah, they can reach out to me directly. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be in the show notes, but it's dwittenberg at ashcribehealth.com. You can find. Uh, us on you know LinkedIn, and those would be, probably be the best ways to reach out to us. Excellent. So, folks, if you have feedback, uh, these guys and gals are are really working on some great stuff. They're they're open to making it better. Uh, so, reach out if you have some some uh, feedback. Let's pretend, Damon, you and I are building a leadership course on what it takes to be successful in health IT today. The one on one of Damon Wittenberg. And so we've got a course that we're going to build a syllabus for, five questions, lightning round style, followed by a book for our listeners. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? I believe we need to focus on preventative real-time monitoring and alerting to keep up with you know, patient information before there's a problem. I think we can really make some advancements there. Um, we tend to go into the physician when we have a problem, but there a lot of times we could have not had that problem had we been doing things a little bit differently uh, before the visit. Um, I think that I think also better communication between patient, physician, and staff. I think the communication gaps that exist today with uh, back and forth phone calls and things like that, getting it more into a real time communication mechanism. Uh, those two would be the biggest ways to improve healthcare outcomes in my mind. What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Uh, thinking that healthcare integrations are going to be easy. There, many people are trying to solve these challenges in healthcare, um, and many come in from different industries, and that's good. We do need to solve these problems in healthcare, but the, the understanding of what it takes to build the integrations with a health system or an electronic health record is extremely complex and just avoiding that and looking for either a partner or getting some knowledge, you know, upfront about um, how to build those integrations. How do you stay relevant despite all the change? 
I believe it, it goes back to somewhat process, but not a you know a rigid process. More thinking in the you know agile methodology, but being able to to pivot as needed. And and we have processes in place that essentially allow us to to change quickly and just know that the only constant is change and be ready for that at any given notice. We don't do yearly releases. We do two week releases. So we're continuing to release value add. And I think, I believe this allows us to make change direction as we need to based on the market. Love that. What's one focus that drives everything in your organization, Damon? We are passionate about solving the position burnout issue that exists um, in this industry. And everything we do is focused around that. Every time we introduce our product and we get the valuable feedback from the users, if there's one more thing that they're looking for, you know, we're passionate about really digging into that issue and making it easier for them to do their clinical documentation so they can have their time back and so they can treat us <laughs> like they went to school for uh, to treat our healthcare. Love that. Damon, what would you say your number one success habit is? Number one success habit? Yeah. Uh, I would say attention to detail. Mm. Uh, just really not making any assumptions. And yeah. if you need to have a quick conversation just to clarify something, um, I believe that we should just to ensure that, you know, two people are on the same page. Um, so attention to detail and, and process as well. Having a good process, but not really, not rigid, but yeah. having a process. Love that, man. That's powerful. And what book would you recommend to the listeners? I would say Extreme Ownership by uh, Jocko Willink and Leif Bevan. Yeah. Um, that's a really good book that it kind of, so when you're at a startup, in a sense, I don't want to relate it to a war zone, but um, in a sense, you know, you're really trying to create something from nothing. And that book of how, you know, they were in a war zone and they relate that to executive leadership and how you own, you know, everything you're doing as an individual. It just speaks to having to own the things as, as part of a startup as well. Great recommendation. Uh, folks, if you haven't had a chance to read it, a great read. It's about accountability and owning your part as a leader, owning the whole thing. And uh, great recommendation. If you, if you all want uh, a link to that book, as well as uh, just a, a, all the show notes, a full transcript, go to outcomesrocket.health. And uh, in the search bar, type in iScribe i scribe and uh you'll be able to find all that there so damon this has been a ton of fun i've uh i've, I've enjoyed our conversation and and uh really really appreciate the work that you and your team are doing leave us with a closing thought and uh well you've already shared where the listeners could get a get a hold of you but it'd be worth recapping and we'll include it in the show notes so let us what's your closing thought yeah i believe that we all have the power within ourselves to to make positive change in this world. Uh, I believe if we you know see a problem that uh, we're we're we are all able to to solve it by just taking action. So I, that's a uh, probably the main thing would be to just take act. If you see if we see a problem, let's not dwell too much on the problem. Let's take actions to see what we can do to solve those problems, especially in healthcare. 
Um, and you can reach me at, again, at dwittenberg uh, at iscribehealth.com. I'm on LinkedIn, um, also on Twitter, uh, mostly non-work-related stuff, but um, you can find me in those locations. Outstanding. Damon, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, really appreciate the, the insights you've provided to us and uh, looking forward to staying in touch. Thanks for having me, Saul. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 